You ready? Okay, so for the learners who didn't go away yet, we are happy to extend it this week. And the Mitzvah Shem, we will first finish this uh, set, hopefully this week. The front of it is Shem Mem Zion. You're following. Arachayim, we were in the middle of discussing the Machlekes, the Shach, and the Magan Avram, and many Achreinim on each side, and possibly Bishainim, although the Shach says it's not a Machlekes Bishainim. And that is the extremely important Shailah, whether an absence of an Issa Daraisa Lifnehiver, when he couldn't access it, Treyavadanaira, or he wouldn't have accessed it. We're going to have more on that, Mavakemis, on that second part later. And let's assume he could have accessed it, it's available, he would have, and you're speeding it up, and he says, can you pass the Avram sandwich? Or can you pass the Kaysiayin for the Nazir? Is it an Iser Durabonon? And when would it be an Iser Durabonon in Messiah? So we have three possibilities. Some Achranim hold the some Rishonim say there's never an Isidur Abanon. It's either Daraisa or not. There's not always an Isidur Abanon in the absence of a Daraisa. The Ramah brings it down two sets of Rishonim as Yeshayimim that it applies. Yeshayimim it doesn't. The Ramah says that in Hukhsa Vodazara talking about a guy selling him Avodazara tools and animals for sacrifices and the like. And the middle sheet might be that there is an Isidur Abanon for Yidin because the function of the Chiyot to help him out of Arvis and giving Telchacha and would not apply therefore to an Akum and according to the Shach, maybe Yisrael Mumer. And we'll have more about that uh, later. The Dogma of Vaskashi, Yisrael Mumer is a Yid, not getting into Tinik Shanishba at that point. Uh, he didn't exist then. He says, he did, you have a chiv of arvus. And he said, not if he's amazed. So it's not even a din and a mummer across the board. It's a din and a from guy who happens to be amazed in this department. But there's no hocheh to at a point where he's zicha not going to listen. Passing wine to another is not listening either? If he can access it himself. If he, if he can't, that's the classic case. If he can access it himself, then that's the shaylin is the What you're asking is, if the guy's asking for it, he obviously is amazed. Taisa says, no, maybe he forgot. He's sitting at a party and everybody else is drinking wine. That's what the Nazir is giving as the example, Taisa says, because more likely he might have forgotten or has he ate Sahar because everybody else is doing it and he feels pressured, but he's not a bad guy and he's not such a hardcore amazed, in which case there's a chiv, a chiv, a chiv, and they would have asked him to drop on him. The other possibility is they ask him to do anyway, because the line between Chadav and Arav, Trev and Arav, Dereis is so great, so hard to figure out. They're going to make a low plug anyway and answer it and that's the side that would apply to Yidin, Dayim, not yet from, we're from, and it does make a difference. Even if, so, is, even if he is amazing, you're helping him do an Avera. That's, uh, that's, that's the Shaila. Did they ask that me do Did we say you're not making a difference? It's not Kishmak. It's not a, not a Kiddush Hashem. That's uh, that's the third side why it uh, to buttress the argument that it's also is that Chazal would never allow you to aid in a bet because it's a chil Hashem and you're being machshav That's that's a good explanation for the side that it would apply. So Amar brings two sheets. One sheet is you shouldn't give the guy even if he can buy it himself. The other sheet says you can, but makam parnasa there's room to be makol the the guy and. We were in the middle of discussing on page two, the Birka Yasif, on page two and three, 
We're discussing the possible rayas. The Magan of Ram clearly held it did apply to Goyim, or at least uh, at the end he brought a raya to that idea. Clearly held it applied to Mamarim, who were Yudin. That was clear. And even Goyim at the end of the Magan of Ram said it should, the Yisdor Abana should apply. And the Birke Yasef, at the end of the Shia last week, was bringing a raya from the famous Gemara in the Dharm, where Avashi owned a forest, or he owned many forests, Big Nafkamina, how you learn the Gemara. He had a big forest for sale. It was bought by Goyim, who were very fanatical worshippers of fire gods, and they needed firewood. And Ravina asked him, How can you sell the wood? Isn't it Lifneiver? He said, Nah, Roy wood is sold for heat, for cooking. Roy ate some Lahasaka, it's not for Avadazar. So, what was that? Did he, know he, was he knew who he was selling to. But, and Ravina asked, these are, just in case you didn't know, these are people who are not um, monotheistic at all and they worship a fire god and that's why they made such a large order like the whole forest. And Avashi said, no, Roiv ate some lahasoko. The Birkeyes is Raya, and we're going to come back to this probably tomorrow or the next night or much later, but the Yad Malachi, who has a lot to say on Lifnever, is going to talk about this Raya as well. They're, there are many core Gemaras that have Lifneiver issues, and this Gemara Nodarm is one of them. And the Shah is, what's the Diak? So Avina asked the Kasha, and Avashi answered, Yavaroiv, it's not being used for Avadazar. Roy passes up the Shaila. So the Birgayasa makes the following assumption, which the Yavmaloch is going to agree with later on as well, and that is Avashi didn't corner the market in lumber. He didn't own all the forests. So they had access to other wood. That's his assumption. So if that assumption is true, so then it's not Treyava than Ira, they can get wood somewhere else. If he had a significantly better price, by the way, that's not considered Chadava than Ira, that's Treyava than Ira. That means they're interested in buying this because you can't get this deal anywhere else. I'm putting that in, I'm putting in all these small hints because that's going to make a difference. Shotsing up and figuring out what's considered accessible and not accessible. What he would do, one do is, is a science. You've got to look at each situation. You can't just go, well, he can get it himself. Everybody can get everything somewhere. question is when, at what price, how much is the transportation, how long does he have to wait, how inconvenient it is. And that's going to be a big, big issue when we discuss offer shilas and serving uh, pizza, sushi, and uh, tray for items. And they say, he can eat anyway. Would he be eating is the first Shaila. And then what convenience? And you can't beat this price. It's free. Go to a business meeting. You might not do much business, but at least you get some coconut sandwiches. So is that a Dares or is that a Dorabonum? So he's assuming there are other forests here, and the price is basically the same. Maybe Avashi is a little cheaper. It's certainly easier to deal with because he's honest. And he's got a lot of trees, so why not? He's still assuming they can get other trees. It's not that inconvenient. And it's a Durabonon. So why did Ravashi answer, I'm selling to Goyim and there is no Durabonon by Goyim? That would be a great riot. There's no Durabonon by Goyim, which is a Machalik Zeshayim. Possibly. Remember, the Shach says, no Machalik Zeshayim. Everybody agrees there's no Isser. No? So how does the Shach learn this? Why didn't he just simply answer, there's no Isser? They can get wood somewhere else. We'd have to come on to Rebates and Lasaka. So. As we mentioned, uh, the way out of this for the Shach, one possibility is he gave a better answer, even if I was the only show in town. I could still rely on Roiv and sell to them even if we're in his Daraisa, because Mechadez, they're buying it for Avodazar. That's a possibility. The Birke Yesif is not learning that way. The second Raya, 
which is the last thing we saw on Shir on page 3, is his raya from the fact that Raman brings down that if you go by a farm and John Johnson is farming in Eretz Yisrael, John Johnson Jr. And I want to make it as goyish uh, as possible. So, John Johnson Jr., you go by, can you wave and say, Johnny, great, keep up the good work, have a great harvest. So, the Ramam says you can. The assumption is he could farm without your great hello and brocha. And maybe he'll have a little more gusto, get it done quicker. It's chad avadanara. Why does the Ramam have to tell you? It's mutter, he's a guy. The answer is, it's another raya that there's an Isidro Abanabai Goyim, and over here, he's not doing anything wrong because he owns a farm in Eitzhah Shemitah, but he's not Metsuv in Shemitah, so there's nothing wrong. So there's no Misayeah, but otherwise, had there been Misayeh, there'd be an Isidro That was the second raya we saw. We're up to the third paragraph on page three. If you don't have one, please let us know. Like the Ramah, that there is a sheet that is also for Gaim. The Gemara gives two famous examples. Kaisyayin to a Nazir, every Menachai to a Goy. Chiddush by Nazir is because he's more vulnerable, it might be a Shaggy, it's big Yetzahara. Every Menachai to a Goy is to tell you the Chiddush is, it is the race of Lithniever to Goyim. And the Ran comments on both cases, the Dafka betray Avri. After the Ran that the Ramah is quoting says it's in his Dorabon and he's going on both cases. It's talking about both cases. It's talking about Avram to a guy also. And on that, the Ran says it's still in his Dorabon. That's a good Raya. He admits that the Pisketesis. This is test written by the tour on the Maskan of Tesis. The reason is this drawbanon is because you have a chiv of arvis and a chiv of achiat achiat to get him away from Avera, so we shouldn't hand it to him. Mashmek and Sas Kadivre Harav Sisekayan. It sounds like the only time they made it in this drawbanon is when you have a chiv of arvis. That's only by Yidin, who are from, not by Mumarim and not by Goyim. So he admits that there are rayas for and against, but he has two strong rayas. In favor of the shittas, as in his drabbanon, even for a guy. So nafkamina, I keep talking about Avram and Achai sandwiches. I didn't get into Geneva. They're only Zion mitzvahs. Geneva is one of them. Gili Arais is one of them. Avodazar is one of them. And uh, the jury's still out whether Christians have an Isra Avodazar in their own faith. We do, certainly. And they, as a Machaikas Ramah, Peschachuv, and Aviuda, Rabshavim Ramah So, aiding and abetting them in their service, the Nabihida holds that Savodas are for them. So then there's the Shaila of uh, Teresa, if you're helping them, they can't do it. And according to the Bekeyesif, and it's the Rabbanon, even if they can't do it without you. Geneva, something, this comes up in the office. There are Shailas of Mominus in offices, like every hour. So if you aid and abet, we spoke here about uh, somebody called with a wonderful Shaila from Mary Yisrael. The honesty is uh, incredible. So is the dishonesty that he's asking about. But uh, if you remember, we spoke this out after Mincha about a month, uh, month and a half ago. So a guy called me. He's on a work site, and he's an electrician. And he said, uh, what do I do when we run out of wiring or something like that or some metal we need? 
And uh, the boss says, uh, what are you worried about? Don't stop working. Just go over there and get some. So what's go over there and get some mean? <laughs> so you know what the words meant. Go over there and get some what? Well, who, who's is that? Says, what difference does it make? Sitting out here, just, uh, just take some. Remember the Shaila? There was a storm of discussion afterwards. It turns out it's a lot more common than I would think. He said, is that mutter? I said, you want to know if Geneva's mutter? He said, well, I want to know if it's Geneva. I said, well, I'm not there, but if you have reason to believe that your boss doesn't own it, and it's a construction site, you know, people leave for the evening, some people leave at 5, some people leave at 6. Apparently it was 6.30, and there was a pile over there, and he decided to help himself. So it was less than a sharputa, so that's what Saddam did. And it was more than a sharputa, which he told me it was, because this is valuable material. I said, why do they keep it around? So he said, there's no way to put it. It's like a construction site. I always wondered why they left those big million-dollar machines, you know, those cats, what do they call them? Uh, Shimmy, you do, uh, you've seen some property, right? They just leave them there, something's going to drive away. So first time I, I remember as a little kid, I asked my father, he said, no one's driving away with that. So I was so impressed, everybody's so honest. I don't think that was the reason. Probably because they're hard to drive. You ever know, there's a lot of valuable material sitting there. So they'll find the key. It's not so easy. The key is very specific to that machine. I guess they don't have wireless keys that they leave in the uh, thing. They're a little more careful than that. Those are expensive machines. So um, anyway, they can't put all the metal away, I guess. And he helped himself. So after we, we spoke about this for about six minutes, it was after Mincha, and we have many people in construction and the like, and one guy said, yeah, it's a good Shiloh. What if I have, um, I won't say the word, he had some helpers who work for him who come from a southerly place. We'll leave it at that. Kentucky? Wait, Kentucky, yeah. <laughs> Just spoke about it. Exactly. And, uh, and there must be at the Corvette Museum, yeah. So... Um, so he, he said he can't believe it. He says the guys once came to him, like five of them, they're his employees when they are, um, on the day that they are. And they came in. They happened to mention matter-of-factly. It, it boggles the mind. This is a chiyamisa for them. So they don't have zayimitzes. They said they were in a store, and they just well, they were in a brush because they ran out of whatever they were, nuts and bolts they ran out, and they just took it off the shelf. It's the first time you hear that. They took it off the shelf, meaning you were happy you found it? They said, yeah, we're happy we found it, that too. We took it off the shelf. And they just walked out with it. Okay, it's hard for me to understand the mindset. Why would you? It, there's a klam chazal, That means that there's an omduna chazaka, no one would ever do an avera if it wasn't for their profit. Well, they just broke that rule. I guess the rule is only for from people who have a head on. Why in the, he asked them, I said, what did you tell them? He said, I gave you, just ask me for my credit card. This is the boss talking. He was in this room. He said, why don't you ask for the credit cards? Ah, we don't, don't bother you. <laughs> don't say, so just, why don't I got it? We need a credit card. You got to carry extra plastic. It gets, gets heavy. You might lose it. So, so why am I bringing that up? If the first time he found out about it, he was a little surprised. If the next time they run short and it's running late and he happens not to have his wallet on him, he tells the guys to go pick up some more of that metal either from the construction site next door or from the local Walmart. And he knows that when they hear pick it up, it means they're not getting a Musa Shmuz this time. Then, first of all, it's Geneva on your part. It's Shailok, Eishlich, Tvarveira. They have their also. 
It's at least Levniva, and it's Levniva the Rice, and not Levniva the Rabbanim. They wouldn't be stealing if you wouldn't be asking them to. They even steal when you don't ask them to. Kosh came when you. So, Geneva can come up in these scenarios, and somebody's doing something, and you turn the other way, and you get the impression that it's fine. So, if you're aiding and abetting by bringing up the idea or facilitating it's Teresa, and if you aid and abet directly, it's the Rabbanon according to one sheet and the Ramah. And the shach will be bako, but you got to knock it down to a drabbanon first, and it's still not a kiddush Hashem. So basically, it's also has how many reasons. But why would somebody take something off the shelf instead of asking the boss for a credit card? The answer is it's so ingrained they're doing it all the time that uh, it's a double shemabakach. But dechayef even less than a sharputa. The only zayim mitzvahs. So you got to be careful about that in the office. You can't. Uh, first time I heard this expression, I just didn't know it was so rampant. Uh, somebody mentioned to me they got a good deal. I said, well, how'd you get us a good deal? He said, I fell off a truck. The first time I ever heard that. <laughs> um, the first time I ever heard, so I said, that's amazing. Isn't <laughs> So first he looked at me. He obviously understood then that I didn't understand what the expression meant. This is many years ago. I've heard the expression since, unfortunately. And he said, it's uh, not the type of Shavas you can really do. I said, you can't do it? He said, finally admitted to me, no, it's, it's an expression. So that's when I got uh, clued in. If something falls falls off the truck, and when the driver gets to his destination... Something really falls off the truck? That's different, Shiloh. And he realizes that it fell off the truck... That's a Shiloh of his achrayas. Nothing nothing to do. Where you as naive as I was. When he he gets to his destination, he realizes that stuff is falling off the truck. there's Vyush at that point, so there's no really... Uh, You're still going on my half a minute. It's an expression. It doesn't mean falling off a truck. Yeah. Somebody educate him after the shit, please. Uh, <laughs> it's nice to see somebody doesn't know what it means. It's very nice. Okay. So, yeah. The Ron, this whole thing comes from the Ron. The Ron is one of the, one of the three Bishanim that says there's an Isidural Bonon, and he comments on the Gemara of Azar. The Gemara of Azar gives two cases. Yayan Lanazir, and every Melachai to a guy. And it talks, the Gemara makes a between Trey Avdanar and Chad Avdanar. And then the Ron says, however, even when it's not also made the rice and he could have done it himself, it's still in his Darbon. And he's not Machalik between the Eva Melachai sandwich and the Kezyayan. One's a guy and one's a yid, according to the Shach. Why did he say it on both? Remember, the Shach is claiming there's no Machalikas here. There is no Machalikas Yishayim. He says that all Bishayim, you have one group, another group, they both agree, one's talking about yid, one's talking about guy. The Ramah holds not so. The Ramah says, no, one holds us and one holds mutter. The Ran seems to be saying that they're both together and there is an Isser Drabon on a game. That's his Raya. Okay, go to page four. You'll see the Abnanezer in front of you. This is quite an incredible Shiloh. And we're going to see part of the Truvo, the parts that will be bracketed, and it will bring home this point about what to do with the problem that already in the time of the Abnanezer was unfortunately quite rampant because it was already well into Ascala, and they had a lot of not yet from Yidin. At that point, it was former from Yidin, who were off. Now, Mr. Shem is not yet from, and they're coming back. And you had Mumarm around that were so far gone, maybe even second generation, that often you didn't even know they were Jewish. As we didn't know about the guy in ashes in the museum there. Which didn't make a difference, because the ashes are... Um, no one's going to know what the shail is, so we'll uh, save that when we do Chazar on it. There's no tumor by ashes. That was the, uh, that was the point. Take a look. Semen kuf chav vav. 
So there was a fellow who you'll see shortly from the Shiloh, they didn't know he was Jewish at all. Turns out he was Jewish and unfortunately a mummer. And he loved hindquarters. Now for the Ashkenazim in the room, which is most of you who never had anything from the hindquarters, uh, what is known as sirloin steak, which you never had, because the minig for a long, long time is we don't traber the hindquarters. There's a lot of chalav there. They've got to get an usher, and it's a big pain, and there's a very good secondary market, and they just sell it straight to the Ganyan. Had a fellow from the shul here, called me from Yushalayim, was at a restaurant. It's a good thing he got through. And he said, I'm looking at the menu over here. They have sirloin steak. I said, I thought that was treif. So he said, is this a good heksher? So I said, what's the heksher? He told me. I said, pretty good heksher, but it's Friday. Now, usually on candy bars on Pesach, they put le'echli kitni as bovad. They should put in the menu le'echli kitni as bovad and sirloin steaks. For some reason, they didn't. I'm not sure why. It's an established minig. And he was all excited. He was sitting there with some other card-carrying Ashkenazim. So... Uh, he wanted to know, is this a good heksher? Because he never saw it on the heksher before. I said, yeah, it's a decent heksher, but it's for Svartim. And uh, we don't eat sirloin steaks. So um, I said, it's a shver goal as you can order a rib steak or something like that and probably still get full. Uh, it's a shver goal as we're operating on, you know, only a couple of cylinders of what's available in Gashmias. But I have no problem that he asked. I'm glad he asked. It's a good thing he got the answer. Yeah. That's, that, that's where the minute comes from. Right, but if the Svartim do it... Why the Svartim, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. so why can't So that's what, that was the Shaila. He was sort of presupposing, he knew, a lot of people don't know what sirloin steak is, there's no, that, they never had it. But this is the reason they don't have it. And yes, there is a, there's a machlekes whether the Ashkenazi minig was entrenched as a minig slash that became a din, or it was regional based on the tircha and everything. That's what Ravonsky and others were weighing in on. But it's pretty standard now. The Kashrus organizations uh, don't give for that very reason. As a matter of fact, of all the things that you have to do, and that's a lot of uh, things that have to get done right to produce a good steak, the shrita, the pedika, they, a lot of things that have to happen. The tray-brewing happens to be the most difficult and tedious. It's not only difficult that you have to find people who have the Messiah and know it well. It's physically taxing. You know that they're mashkichim and they do tray-brewing. There's tray-brewing to do in the front part of the animal also, but not nearly as much. So when you tray you've got to do nikr and you've got to get out the fat. And all the fat looks exactly the same. The chaylev, the shuman, one's in the curry, so it's not tomachaz, it's a lav. We're talking about we're talking about Anissa uh, Curry's. It all works the same. It's that white gooey stuff. And they, they, the first three rules they give is how do you tell the difference? Location, location, location. Same rules, real estate. You just got to know where it is. And they have Goyim today who are very good at muscular people. They have the Mashiach standing over him and watching him. But it's, it's taxing, it's hard, it's difficult. And that's why we phase it out. Those who have the Messiah still do it. That's fine. But if we have a Messiah not to eat it, we're not going to go to a Sephardi restaurant and I need yeah, it. We it. consider it kosher, but we wouldn't eat it. Yeah, we're not accusing. The, I, I, yeah, I didn't talk to stuff on plates at the mashkiach. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is that the, 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 the,
them say, I have no problem ordering something else even though it's cooked together mm. or separate? The mm. good no, I'm saying obviously if they're making a steak on a grill, it's probably they're making it, they don't have a separate And grill. that's a, it's a good shayla, and again, it was a decent hechsher. And it was pretty shocking to them when I told them. They were really excited. It's just that of the whole group, many of your friends, uh, they were, one of them picked up the phone and said, let me just call the rub. Maybe, uh, maybe he'll uh, be able to, I don't remember if I have holding the phone. Or I called him back in the middle of the day, but I heard the shy light. <laughs> very quick. Sounds like they were at the restaurant. He said, yeah, we have the menus over here. It's a very interesting menu. So I... There are those who would tell you that if we don't do it, we're worried about it. If we're worried about it, maybe we're worried about the kashas, but that's still a step away. So I, I wasn't telling them to tighten on them because they have a right to do it, as you're mentioning, but your historical note sounds correct. In other words, decisions have to be made, and especially in modern cities post-war, they have to make decisions that are going to stick for the whole kehillah. And that's the way they do this. The way they do things in the over here also. They take almost like the highest common denominator to try to make it kosher for as many people as they want. So that's, uh, that, sounds, that story sounds right. Okay, so with that introduction, the Basach Harayim have a lot of good juicy steaks. Uh, unfortunately, have a lot of good juicy chaylev also. Gidonosha doesn't taste like much. We pass can aim to the same time, but Lamaisa, a lot of work to be done. And... In Poland, in the time of Nabonese, they didn't do it. To compound the problem, this guy was sending out, a very wealthy guy, picture, there's always, every story in the shtetl has the pirates and has the guy, it's the same thing, and then the king goes through and the marshal with the king and the prince, so they're all the same, and, and it was real. So this guy was the pirates in the edge of town in his castle. The only problem is they thought he was a guy, and they're going to find out that he's very Jewish and very much a mummer. This guy, for years, was sending out his maid and butler, and uh, they were ordering from the Jews in town who, if you have a small village, often they didn't have five different companies doing shechita, and if the Jews had to do shechita because they had to do shechita, the guy would buy from them also. So this guy had the habit of buying basar chaim, that, that was his favorite cut, and he was buying from the animals that were found to be kosher, what happens in a shlacht house today is you shakti, do bedike, make sure shkita was okay, everything's okay, and you just sell off the hindquarters, but at least they're technically kosher, just they're not being trabered. And then the step worse is often they sold off trafus or suffix trafus, and he still bought the hindquarters. So he's buying hindquarters from either something that wasn't trabered, which has all sorts of um, difficult uh, minds in them, and uh, it's a minefield in terms of even if it was kosher, because this guy's not trabering. And sometimes it was either trafe or suffix trafe, the animal in its totality. So let's see. And the Sheikhtim were thrilled because they had a steady customer here. He used to send the uh, lady out who was probably the chief chef and bottle washer. And she picked up the stuff, and she was in charge of the kitchen. So they had a good business going on over here. And now they know he's Jewish. So what's the shayla? It doesn't spell out the shayla. The shayla is obvious, painfully obvious. And that is, they found that he's Jewish. They don't want to sell him treif, suffix treif, or things with chaylev in it. It's lifneiver. I'm reading between the lines. It's probably why I didn't want to spell it out. Is The guy was a rich powerful guy who liked his sirloin steak and wouldn't be too happy, wouldn't take too kindly to the disruption of the supply line. 
So they want to know, what do we do now? If it's Asr, it's Asr, yeah, unless Sakhan is the Fashas, yeah, you can't sell it anymore. Shaila, is, is there any angle over here? The guy's doing Aveira's eating, Aveira's and Trefas anyway. Mamashar Shaila, that's why I picked this chuva. There's a, always a myriad of chuvas on Lifnever. But this is a very real problem. They were looking for a cooler, not just for the supply line, the business, and the profit margin. It was the fact that the guy was probably a guy they didn't want to start up with anyway. So what are the Tzadim? Aleph, Hine. See, he says, in this sugya, he does the quick chazar we just did, the Ramah says that there's yesh machamir, yesh makilim, when it comes to a guy, and possibly when it comes to murmur, we don't know what the Ramah would say about that, but the Shach does comment on it, and while explaining it's not even a machlekes, he has a clear comment on a murmur, kasav shach, the murmur, and based in mitzvah and lahafrishoy. And therefore, if you can get it somewhere else, if, big if, then there's nothing wrong with selling it to him. You'll say, well, why start up with the sheet and the Ramah? But the Ramah himself tells you by a guy that if it's a Shaila Parnassah or some other political issue or issue of even a slight uh, hefsid with the parts of the town gets very angry, there'd be room to be made But the Ramah doesn't say Beferish Amumr. The Shach might say it in the Ramah, even though he's arguing on the whole Ramah and says not even a Machlikis. The Tiritz, which means that the Dogma Vava who asked the Kasha why the Shach is being made by a Mumber if he's Jewish, how you allowed to be Mashal a Mumber, and the Dogma Vava says a Mumber is no Chiv of Arvis, no Chiv of Chet Achiach. Avnei says, I don't understand that. A Mumber is a Yid, a Yid is a Yid, and there should be an Isram. Shukasa amazed a mitzvah and lafrisha is not even a din in a moment the dogma of a said. Any amazed, there's no mitzvah lafrisha. So I'm, I'm going to pick this off Nazar for a few different reasons, but the first thing he's going to ask is I don't understand the dogma of a. He says, if you have a yid, forget a mummer who's from me as he hates a heart for this, and he's a repeated mazid for this particular avera. The dogma of a just said there's no chiyav of arvus, and you can hand it to him. He says he thinks the drushas from the Pasik say not so. Which means if you have a guy who's married to a Grusha, and then you find out, you tell him, Mr. Cohen, you're married to a Grusha, this lady, wonderful lady, she's a Grusha. And he said, yeah, no one's perfect. So what's the din? The din is at such time when we have Shaftim and Shaitrim and we're not in Gullus, you explain it to him, as they say in Staten Island. After a number of warnings... Uh, in the nice way. Defano means you hit him. Of course, base 10 has a right to get mocked. He's doing ongoing affairs. We, we're mafrishim. We say, we'll be here 11 o'clock. Please pack. We're picking one of you two up. You can't stay here together. Then there's the race going on over here. So, according to Dogma Vavu, what's the problem? He can go out and marry another Gush if he wants and go to a different town. That's debatable because they'll give mocks over there also. But you have a chiv to press the point and be mafrishim. Eyes amazed? Dagam knows this Gemara, obviously. I think he might answer that that's Toma, where it's in his Dereza, because it's Trav and Ira, because we as Basin of Achiv to Mafrashim, and he can't go to the next town, because then they'll catch up with him. Mashim over there, so it's not Toma, it is Durabonim. No, the Beatles only talk about this Durabonim. So I think that answer. The question is why they have the Nazar. Have said what I just said? Have Nazar asking Akash the Ferish Gemara, we force the issue, we have Achiv take care of him, even though he's amazed. That's when there might be in his Dereza, but we have the Achiv Dereza to be Mafrashim. And, um, and we're going to act on that chiyuv, and maybe he won't be able to do it again. What does that have to do with the Yisra Rabbanim when 
when he has full access to it. So, I'm not sure what the Avnanezer would answer to that. Mitzvah's assay, when it comes to any assay, do a sukkah, lulav, and he doesn't want to do it. Makana says, Shetetse Nashem. Makas Madis is more chamer than the Reisa. Umastama huadim, but Loisa says, Shadain la'avar. So he adds this line is crucial. Everybody's masking. There's a mitzvah of the Reisa based in can't get involved. Makana says, Shetetse Nashem to force him to do the assay. That's called Kfiyad Dadid. Which, in democracy, maybe we can't get away with, but that's the way it's supposed to be. The peer pressure or more pressure. And there's a chiyah Does that translate into an Isidra when he has full access himself? And we're eating and abetting? So the shach says it does, unless he's going to do it anyway because he doesn't need us and we can't stop him. But the Abdenazer is adding, If I have a chiyah to be mafreshim, I certainly have an Isidra to stop him and not aid and abet. That jump is a key part of the sugya. Now everybody agrees to that. They didn't always make an Isra Bonon when I'm happy Makaima the Raisa. And this is the crucial point. I have the Raisa of I have the Raisa of Arvis. That's a Mitzvah Either we can do it or we can't do it. That doesn't translate into handing him something that's also. I'm being Mavatal of the Raisa of helping him when I'm handing something else. Does that, made it, does that mean they made an Isra Bonon? That's the crucial point here. Avnezer holds the Dover Pashid, yes. And the Rosh has this Lashon also. And the Shach agrees, and that's why he says it doesn't apply to a Mumer, but the Avnezer thinks it should. He's still Jewish. So there are a number of Machlechism to keep in mind over here. And Amit Shem will pick up on the Shiloh what to do with this fellow tomorrow night.